Hey, can you hear me? Yo, hey, whoa, hey, yo. Whoa, 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 hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch it, buddy. Watch it. What's going on, guy? Just, just watch it. Not too much. Do you know what's in, uh... I think I've said it before, but I'll say it again. The new Star Trek is fucking fantastic. Wait, which one is that? The as the show, Discovery. Oh, yeah, you did mention that a while ago. I haven't really looked at it, yeah. but I haven't The finale came out Sunday TV for first season. Time. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, it's it's a good one. <clears throat> All right, well, that's good. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to give it a look sometime and see, uh, see I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, like... It's I I definitely say it's a good one for like anyone really like it's objectively good but it's like definitely something that's better for people that like I don't know or it, it keeps like a lot of the historical shit from all the rest of them like it 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 ties in really well while still being its own thing like it's a good bridge between the two universes okay like I'll take that. It's interesting. It's good stuff, but yeah, regardless. Regardless. Regardy. Regalia. That's my new fucking band I'm in, Regardy. The Regardy Boys. <laughs> the Ragu Hardy Boys. Ugh. That's fucking shit. The Ragu Hardy Boys. That's right. Dude, fucking Ragu Boys should do like a Hardy Boys spinoff. I haven't that listened to their fucking ridiculous. I haven't listened to their show in a while, but it's pretty funny. Their podcast is pretty funny. I gotta get I'm so fucking far behind on podcasts, it's not even funny. You act like you got shit going on, like you're doing anything during the day. Yeah, I dude, you have no idea how much I'm like every goddamn job and within it's gone beyond like it's basically to like I'm applying to jobs I couldn't reach. I could absolutely like are not. Are, they're so far out of the realm of possibility. I just need to see if I can even get like fucking a hint at getting to so hired. You have to just get jobs. the tip of your dick in the door. Yeah, exactly. The just very like, tip of it. Uh, let me, let, listen, girl. Let me just put. Let me just put like a little in. A little in. I just a little slip, tippy. Slip the just, nub. It's, a little t- oh, it's your boy, little tippy. The, the fucking nub, dude. The nub, oh, disgust. Much disgust. But no, for real. I'm a little tippy. I'm a little tip. You should change your your name to the tipper. The tipper, do it for the tipper? Yeah, you know, like, uh, they used to call, what's his name, uh, who's that fucking guy, uh, that president? Reagan. It was Reagan. They used the to call yeah. Reagan the Gipper. What the fuck? I know. Is the yeah, gipper? that's why I said do it for the tipper. <laughs> like, what I, a I stupid name. Yeah, no, I, I got your joke, but I'm just saying, like, who was like, oh, this oh. is great. This is this is the best choice. Dude, a bunch of old white dudes that loved the '50s, like shitty B fucking like Western movies he was in. But was he called the Gipper? Was that like his name? Was that was like an alter? Yeah, yeah dude, that was like his Hollywood fucking bullshit name. The Gip. Sounds I don't like know what he came. Gip. I honestly, I don't know enough about the subject to know where the origin is, but I know that's what his like affectionate term was called because they did it when he was running for fucking governor. God, that's fucking retarded. Like, what a waste of energy. What a stupid name. What a stupid I, I, dick. Like, it's like <laughs> bothering me that anyone was like, this is great. Like, I can't imagine an era where people said this is great. If you think about all the dumb shit people were into in the 50s, like, like, fucking soda jerks and... Oh, yeah, soda jerks, this is a perfect example, like, fuck you. garbage like that, you know what I mean? Fucking uh, get the a, Korean get War. A real era. <laughs> How about the Korean War? Get a real war. We're still at war with Korea, that never ended. Oh yeah, that's true. This is a fact. We're still war. We're still at war with Vietnam. That never ended. Yeah, but I hear Vietnam's pretty cool. We're like three for O. With... <laughs> no, we're like no, we're one for two with like finishing Asian wars we're involved in. Great. But that one's a real big one. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's it's the big red one. <laughs> yeah. The only movie that. Fucking, what's-his-name was in, besides Star Wars. 
Mark Hamill? Yeah, Mark Hamill. I know he's, he's been he in quite in a few stuff. movies. I know, I'm yeah. exaggerating, but I just remember watching Big Red 1, and I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool movie. It's a cool World War II movie, I believe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Mark Hamill did a lot more with, like, shows, and got him as a voice actor is way more important. Like, You know, you said shows and, and I thought you said chosen for a minute, and I was like, he was on Wonder Chosen? Was, it wouldn't be, surprise me to know. That'd be good. Like, that would be a good thing. I could see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure he could see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, what else does he do these days? Hamill's my boy. Wait, what? Said, so, like, what else does he have to do these days besides, like, revive Dude. Wonder Shows? And... <laughs> what else does he have to do? He's, like, one. first off, he's, like, arguably the best voice actor Ever. What's he voice acted in? I can't even think of one thing. Uh, he's the voice of the Joker, dude. In what? The entire animated series, every game ever made with the Joker in it, like, all those really? movies. Oh, yeah, that's, that's him. He didn't think he was going to get it. I mean, I actually I listened to a lot of interviews with him. think of what it sounds like. Because, I, I, like, I watched the show a little bit, I think, when I was a kid, but, like, I never really liked Batman. So... I liked him better than fucking Superman, but that's that's not really saying much because I never really liked Superman. I was always more of like a Dragon Ball Z guy. That's ugh. dude, Dragon Ball Z came out when we were like fucking ten. <laughs> uh, not really. Well, what, over here, over like here. Ninety four, ninety five, something like that. Like I don't know. I remember watching. As I'm saying it, I remember watching it earlier than that. Though. Yeah, like I remember getting up really dude, early that, before like elementary. I school recently to watch watched. It. I recently watched some of the alterations they made to the Funimation version, like or the Four Kids version, the one that we like knew first, like the one that was on like the the yeah, like it was like ninety six, ninety seven would have been when it was, uh, which is still like ten years, yeah. Dang. Um, it was around that time, but dude. Uh, the first it was episode of Dragon Ball Z. You want to know when it came when, out? You're gonna feel fucking. For the shame. Four Kids version, the no. Four Kids version, dude. I don't know what that means, but... That's the one that came here first. Check out when it was on Saturday morning cartoons. Hold on. I'm looking at... Because the show itself came out in like 80 fucking 9 or something. It's like crawling right now. Yeah, it's 89. It came out in 89. Yeah, not the American version, though. Uh, In 1996, it began being dubbed. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I remember watching it, like... And that was the four kids version that was just like... A shit show. <laughs> huh. Well, it was so bad. I mean, I would have been nine. Am I that? Like I said, when we were like ten, you're like, "What are you?" No, no. About? So I, I wasn't even <laughs> no, yeah. thinking about that. I was just literally saying it out loud. I was trying to think of how old yeah, yeah. I was at the time, and I was like, "Yeah, it sounds about right, I guess." I mean, prior to, I think, like before ten, like anything you care about or like are into is just completely irrelevant. It's like a huge waste of time. Uh, I don't know, man. I did a lot of heavy reading early on that kind of shaped a lot of stuff for me. I was I a fucking nerd, though. I actually, I can't even think of a book I've ever read, let alone... I, I, I know that to be true, and I don't judge you for it. It's okay. I recently I had, read, like, I a had manual, a Vegeta, though, but... so, like, I had a I had a mortal enemy. Oh, well, a mortal rival in reading. Like, me and one other kid were already reading when we got into, uh into kindergarten, and the first day, like, uh, my mom shared that with him, and, like, she's like, oh, two readers in one class? Look, Brian Brian White over there does, too. And I look, and it's just this, like, <laughs> like, silent glare across the room with each other, and we're like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> Dang, dude. So we were, like, taking reading tests and shit, like, the whole time through. Like, he was, like intellectual rival for like the first 11 years of my life yeah well i'm i'm sorry to deal with that man thank you someone gets it finally everyone else is like why does that even matter to you and i'm like fuck you you don't understand Uh, you know like those (laughs) early memories can really ruin your life (laughs) i don't think it's the early memories that ruin mine hey (laughs) oh It's the recent decisions, right? It's the drug use. No, what? So, let's, uh, let's fucking talk about this fucking movie, dude. What did, what did we watch, like, forever? I barely even remember this film. 
Oh, wait, are we recording right now? Of course we are. What else are we doing? <laughs> uh, it'd be, uh, it'd be, what, what was it, Turner and Hooch, right? Yeah, it's it's actually, it's Turner and Gash. It's like okay, this gotcha. weird porno version of Tango. <laughs> Tango and Cash, dude. Fucking best movie of... Oh, dude, oh, sw- Connection, Dragon Ball Z, right? 1989. Yeah, well, one good thing came out in '89. This movie came out in '89. I feel like it. It feels like two ninety-two or like ninety-three for me. But it feels like really like I don't know, like seventy-eight, like you know, the end of the good political thriller when they started just throwing crap on the screen. Mm. We're on two different ends of the spectrum on this one, buddy. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like <laughs> the chintziness of it just feels so '90s. True, I will give you that, but I would like, say... everything is so fucking cliche, and it feels like shitty 80s cliches that they're, like, rehashing over and over It feels again, like but... they're joking about them, but they're not, because they're in them, and I feel like they're too... I feel like the people making it think it's... Okay, well, one of the two people making these, these like, 80s-style, like, mocking references thinks that it's dated even at the time and thinks it's like self-referential and pretty witty but in reality i don't think the writer knows that (laughs) who even wrote this movie i don't even remember um uh this is definitely this time very well like i have no notes i i I have some stuff i have some stuff mostly that's definitely just the one person they put in front of the firing squad on this one because this is if you can't tell this is Movie by committee. <laughs> what I'm excited about is that Randy Feldman actually wrote uh, Metro, it looks like, as well. Oh, he produced Metro. And then he wrote Nowhere to Run. You know, the classic uh, uh, fucking getting away from the cops movie. Am I thinking of the right movie? What is Nowhere to Run? Are we Metro? talking Metro? Is this like Eddie Murphy Metro? Yeah, Eddie Murphy Metro, dude. He produced that. He produced that film. And, and uh, Van Damme was in Nowhere to Run. Oh. You know, it was anyway, better, whatever. and it was still te- classically bad. No Way Out. I mean, No Way to Run, No Way Out. Like, you know what? I, I was thinking of like No a... Way Out. That's that's what I was like. Man, I feel like I remember that being a good movie. Like, <laughs> this looks like shit. It's a bad uh, movie that, like, people thought they had to say it was a good one to, like, make people think they got yeah, it, but no one yeah, got it. No, no, well, I think it was, like, once people did get it, they realized it wasn't that good. Like, yeah, that's very true. That's uh, that's more correct. All right, well let's uh, let's talk about Tango and Cash, dude. Like Sly Stallone, Kurt Russell. You know, I think uh, I, I don't want to say at the, at the highlight of their careers, making one of the worst choices they could have made. It's definitely at an apex for one of these two men making a very bad decision, and for another of these men another in a long line of what will be his legacy. Guess yeah. who which is which in this scenario for me. No, and I, I get you, but I, I feel like this movie's kind of like, it's like when you're at the bar and you've had way too much to drink, but you have that final shot. You know what I mean? Like you're drunk enough that you're having a good time and you're like, oh, I'll, just, I'll do one more. And then you're just over the limit and you're just shitty the rest of the night. Yeah, that's, this that's fair. For Kurt Russell. Yeah. That This is like an odd, you know, like... For Sylvester Stallone, this is the culmination of all his works because he fought so hard to keep this thing alive to what the most optimistic of us would call mixed results. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know what? Uh, I mean, we haven't really gotten the meat of this yet, and we're gonna beat it up a little bit. I feel like, but that's that's true. I, hey, good meat's tenderized. You know, I said, what go on here? Why don't you this, blast uh, us through the plot here? This, yeah, this, uh, this. It's <sighs> general premise, plot. and actually one of my favorite things about this movie, it takes place in L.A. Um, LA oh, that never happens in the 80s, like, well, if no, I know. Well, right? Nothing takes place in L.A. anymore, I feel like. Like, everything in the 80s was in L.A., and... Uh, uh, excuse you, know. Battle Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, fuck off. <laughs> um... No, but L.A. was real gritty in the 80s. Uh, I mean, it's still pretty gritty now. Like, I've, I've been there recently. It's, it's you know, it's, it's L.A. It's what you're thinking about as soon as I said the word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and Stallone and Kurt Russell, they're, uh, they're cops. 
opposite ends of the spectrum. Sylvester Stallone being the, the sly, cool guy. Like, we're, we're going to hash this out a little bit, but he definitely decided that this is who his character was going to be. This character was not written, and then they were like, oh, Sylvester Stallone's the best choice. Like, he wanted to make this yeah, movie, no. and he decided <laughs> that this is the character he wanted to be. Because he's oh, played yeah. this character again in other films that were equally upsetting and disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kurt Russell plays kind of like the rough-around-the-edges cop, which, uh, you know, again, is I'm pretty sure... That's that on brand. Like in real life. That's on brand. Yeah, it's on brand for him. That's... He plays more or less the same character in every movie, and it works. I will uh, say he is a little more charming in this one than he's given license to be in other ones. Like, for instance, a far, like in The Thing, where I happen to like his character better than The Thing, but... Yeah, I, I'm trying I, to think, I, well, I do. what did he do? He did The Thing right before this. He did The Thing in 1987. Um, and I don't know what he did in 98. I'm sure he did something. Uh, Big Trouble Little China, maybe? I don't remember. Actually, I let's let's get some numbers on that because that's a very good point. Um, yeah, well, here, anyway, piece of the plot. will uh. So the two cops, we, we kind of start off with. They're both, uh, you know, they're kind of working on different ends of the spectrum. Like I said, uh, Stallone being a little more clean cut, Kurt Russell being a little rough, um, and uh, they, they end up like arresting some uh, like gangster dude who tries to kill Kurt Russell. I'm just gonna skip a lot of stuff here, by the way. Uh, <laughs> no up, arguments for me. Yeah, they, they kind of, well, yeah. <laughs> there, there's other things I'm interested in talking about that are not the plot of this movie. Um, they end up revealing that, uh, you know, there's this, there's this drug kingpin. They're both trying to catch him. They're both like the top cop, right? So they're both trying to catch this guy and they end up arresting this dude. They get some clues. They start trying to track down this, this like, you know, criminal kingpin mastermind. And he ends up like framing them. In, like, the dumbest way possible. Like, they both get tipped off and then go to some, like, cruddy warehouse. And they show up and there's, like, a dude who's dead already. And other cops, like, get there right at the same... Like, somebody, like, obviously yeah. sets them up, right? The other cops, like, yeah. clearly this, you guys in terms of setups go this dude. Which, can we reflect on this for a minute? Name this is one the most ham-fisted scenario plot. Like... <laughs> where a cop murders someone extrajudicially, and other cops are like, "Oh, this is bad. You're bad. You're <laughs> yeah, wrong. no, for literally real. never <laughs> happened. This, the opposite. In L.A., the '80s, like sprinkle day. some crack on him. This is fine. <laughs> yeah, they, they just put a gun in his hand and like throw some drugs on him. Like, nope, dude's dead. He he, he came at me. <laughs> T- tied to a chair. I, I saw a black. I saw a black youth. Yeah, exactly. I saw black youth running away. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so so they get they get like the hammer thrown at them. Like the judge is all. I think I think the criminal guy. I think he paid off the judge or something. I don't remember that. I might be making that up, but I, feel I, like I think so. They spent totally a, a, like, up, a right? huge amount of time talking about the defense in this. There's like uh like and like a. I feel like unwieldy amount of time spent discussing their tactics for the legal defense. And I was like, that's what people come to action thrillers for. I'm trying to think of a courtroom drama that's actually better than this. Like, I'm going to say maybe like (laughs) Philadelphia or like Kramer versus Kramer or something. But no, like those. those 12 Man, nope. In comparison to this, this takes the cake. The the 30 minutes of courtroom drama. (laughs) It's like. <laughs> fucking shoehorned into an action film. It is. I will say this oh, again. Man. Not. I don't think it's intentional because I don't think that the people making this knew that they were working against the grain with the irony here. It might have started out that way, yeah, like the people that originally wrote it. But it is hilarious to see like that happen. Essentially, like they lose their case and go to jail. It's yeah, so, the whole time they're just like, "We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine," and they're not. You know, I was. <laughs> I don't want to really go in this direction with, with this look at this film, but, like, there's a lot of different movies happening inside of this movie. Like, it starts off as a cop drama. <laughs> that is for sure. And then it becomes, like, briefly, like, a weird courtroom drama, and now it's going to become, like, a prison break film. Because, of course, they go to prison. And of course, Mind you, they hate each other this whole yeah, time. Not in the terms, like, they're, they're as it's friends. supposed to happen with buddy cop stuff, but, like, it's, like, vitriolic. It's not like they're jibbing at each other and jibbing. They despise each other. They make dick jokes about each other. Yeah, there's like, like a weird nude scene when they're in the jail. Mm, like it feels. Guess so who asked awkward. for that to put in? That's uh, in the trivia here, buddy. <laughs> who put that in? 
Sly. He requested Everything... being like nude from behind. Oh yeah, he wanted them to be making, looking at each other's dicks and making dick jokes, and <laughs> he thought it would endear him to people for him to be at the butt of a small dick joke. They they do awkwardly make small dick jokes. I, I, yeah, but I it's well, the that. joke is it's supposed to be an inversion because it's like big dick jokes about Cash's dick and Tango's dick is is small. That's so fucking weird. I know it's like you're not none of it works. None of it works. So, yeah, so they, they go to jail, and, like, of course, I think, uh, you know, no, I say of course, they have, like, shitty fucking jail roommates, and doesn't, uh, doesn't Kurt Russell's character, doesn't he, um, uh, he's Cash, right? Uh, yeah, Gabriel Cash. <laughs> doesn't he, uh, doesn't he, like, beat up his roommate with a slinky, or is that Stallone's guy? Uh, I think it's Stallone's guy. I'm pretty sure it's Stallone's guy, because, like... The other guy just has, like, the hard time with, like, the guy's, like, sag... Yeah, like, uh, Russell's dude's bed, like, his bed, like, bows in. He's like, oh, well. Yeah. Because <laughs> they know who's funnier. Like that. Exactly. But, uh, Slow, like, ties some dude up with a slinky. It's, it's actually pretty funny. Um, it's yeah. funny in the way that, like, if it was in any other scenario, it'd just be weird to see this. Like, this... it'd be weird and yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. But uh, but it works. This jail looked more post-apocalyptic than anything that happened in Escape from New York. Oh, I'll and, say yeah, that. Like, it's gonna get worse. So like yeah. the crime boss like organizes with all the criminals in jail because of course when you throw cops in jail the criminals go nuts. And like oh yeah they were in protective custody then yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so they're in jail and like all these like these fucking I guess jail guys I don't I don't know what do you call it, criminals I don't I don't want to say that because like you know. Like, don't want to be criminal. leaping, yeah. I don't want to be, like, burying the lead here or anything. They're convicts, they're for convicts, sure. for sure. Uh, ugh. I don't like that we said the same thing there. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all these, all these fucking on. shitbag convicts. <laughs> well, you didn't want to call them criminals. I know. Like, <laughs> these <laughs> pieces of shit murder. Ooh, 180. Like, I don't want to call them criminals. But these piles of vile scum. <laughs> they they get into their they get into the cells and they get Tango and Cash and they fucking drag them into this weird basement that like barely makes any sense. And oh yeah, it's like the like same industrial basement weird, that's in every eighties movie. Fucking torture, dude. And uh, yeah, this really really like particular type like it's it's they, wildly like, them up and they're like flicking their nipples and shit like it's <laughs> yeah. so inappropriate and Ooh, brian james to you. <laughs> like... brian james is like leading the fucking oh. charge here with his why did he mention this he has a shitty okay. british accent for man whatever okay reason. so uh, brian james is like appalling accent was supposed to be a one-off but they told him to double down. I keep I, like I should it, it for posterity's sake here. I should mention I've rewatched Blade Runner again, like literally like three four nights ago, because that's what I do every three or four nights. Uh, and Brian James as Lenny in that is fucking great. Like he's great. He's uh, it's why 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 do this? Why do this? It doesn't help anybody. Least of all Brian James. Dang dude. Ugh. But yeah, that Cockney but, accent that he keeps up the whole time. Yeah, so he's. Kind I think of it's like no. What, someone else dropped out that was British, and they liked the way it sounded. They're like, "Well, you can do this," and he's doesn't want to get fired, so he's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I can do this." Yeah, exactly. Cut to no one sees him again for like ten years on film. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he's kind of like leading the charge here, with with like running this weird prison torture program and uh what's his name's also here robert zadar is like the boss prisoner. oh yeah well because zadar was in the opening scene he got all fucked oh, up was he? I, don't, I don't even remember yeah that. i i zadar was the guy on the bus he was driving the truck and he's like this guy's crazy <laughs> oh yeah, yeah 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 okay i remember that i do remember mm, that the tanker full of coke <laughs> yeah um <laughs> So, <laughs> leaving that one alone. Yeah, no, Zadar's there, and he's being all creepy and weird, and they're kind of torturing Stallone and Russell, but, like, they somehow, like, get out of it. Like, they, like, trick 
Zadar. I don't remember what they say to him, but they they're like they say something they that like eggs him into beating him or something. Confounds like all these prisoners are just like, oh yeah, you're right. And they end up escaping, and then they like fist fight their way out of it, and fucking. Escape. Before this, not worth like this is uh, isn't this where Jack Palance reveals himself? Like, uh, rubbing their right. nose in it. I think yeah, it is, think and like, which is the stupidest up. conspiracy ever. Like, show up to like this wildly orchestrated, needlessly like, like specific torture thing, and be like, I'm the one or something. Like, I still, again, I'm hanging on to this. I'm gonna double down on it later. I don't think Jack Palance knew what movie he was in. It's very possible. So, there's, like, some weird escape bullshit going on here, though, when they get out. Like, they have to, like, dodge a fan, and, like, the prison guards are after them. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's totally over the top. Like, it feels like a shitty prison break movie. <laughs> it feels like that movie Alcatraz. Not Alcatraz, The Rock. With, uh... You know, yeah, like yeah that the Birdman of Alcatraz of, was a way better movie, but, yeah, yeah this is very The Rock. Or Face Off when they're prison off, when they're uh, escaping that, like... Wow. <laughs> So any one of the Nicolas various Cage, Nicolas Cage yeah. movies, <laughs> those Cage escaping, uh, you could just kind of substitute for this whole portion of the movie. Um, they, they get to, like, the top this movie of the for his future they, action career. Yeah, exactly, dude. They murder Robert Zadar, like they electrocute his ass, and then they do some like goofy fucking slide down a power line to safety, which is probably the coolest part of the movie. It's really the only part that I remember is that slide. Cause I, I weirdly thinking, remember like, the death truck. Yeah, but uh, I've always wanted to do like a zip line, but you know I'm afraid of heights, so yeah, I'm not fair enough. Ever do that. No zip line for you, buddy. Nah, Especially man, no gotta... daring rank, tango and cash recreation. I'd be which... a terrible person to have for a prison escape. Like, I'll Noted. That. Anyway. Noted for the future. <laughs> so what they they escape. They try. They decide they're gonna clear their names, but they have to like essentially run from the cops. So now it just becomes like this fugitive revenge film. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like it. Get... It does take a very revengey, like specific. Not even like yeah. so much a clear their name thing. It definitely like hinges a little bit on revengey. Again, this is like movie number six in this movie of one. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, they're they're trying to like get revenge on like Jack Palance's character. I don't remember the guy's name, but. Uh... Uh, they're they're gonna jump through some hoops. They I think they end up uh like creeping into like the police chief's house or something, don't they? Like, cause he got no. They go back to they go back to like one of their because this is how they end up doing the whole uh uh good cop crazy cop scenario. They go back to one of their apartments. Like I think it's uh... I think they go back to Cash's apartment or no. It's Tango's apartment. They go back to Tango's apartment where Brian G. They don't do a good job clearing it up because I had to look it up after. But it's don't they like? Is that, it Brian James there? And then they like throw him yeah. off the roof or some shit. They give him a. They give him the old double because he sneaks up behind behind fucking Tango in his own apartment and he's like gotcha in that crappy accent. And then the other guy's like oh gotcha. And then Cash sneaks up gotcha, behind him. Mate. Yeah. Like, oh my again, gotcha. Just, what a piece like, of shit. And then they do the uh, the grenade in the pants segment, which is just oh, such stellar work between our two leads, like yeah, it's pretty fighting with each other. And this is arguably they, the most chemistry they have together, and that's not good. <laughs> like, they they awkwardly like argue constantly, which you think in a situation where like it's life or death, you'd like try to work together. But yeah, you're thinking like on the other side of the equation, stomping on each other's toes. So yeah, like, it's like someone saw 48 Hours break. and didn't know that like Rush Hour is going to be made in 10 years, and was like, "Fuck it, this will work." Yeah, pretty much. Um. So anyway, they they keep working their way through it. I think at some point, uh, doesn't uh, Terry Hatcher come in? And they move to my favorite scene. Yeah, she's like a stripper. From here, like they go to exactly. see her. Super fucking yeah. weird, dude. It is very weird, but it does lead to my favorite scene. Which one? Of all time. Not of all time, but definitely one of my top ten... Yeah, one of my top ten favorite Kurt Russell scenes is, like, when they have to cross-dress out of, out of the strip club. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, uh, that's, that's good. I think my favorite Kurt Russell scene in this movie is when he has that gun in his boot, 
and he like fucking oh god i totally forgot to talk Oh yeah! Well, I, oh, I, have, I forgot to talk uh, about that. We don't have that. time to fucking chew. Every was it was it James Hong? It, no, it wasn't James Hong. It was the guy that played. I don't remember. Uh, like, uh, the he played the bad guy in the Mortal Kombat movie, and like, and a billion other racist Asian stereotypes in the eighties. Uh, I think it was Philip Chan. <laughs> that sounds right. Is that that sounds Pan? right. Let me see his face, because probably. Yeah, his name is Chinese Gunman, so yeah, I think so. That's our guy. <laughs> that's how he was cast God. in the movie. That's incredibly shitty. Yeah, that's the guy. No, that's what he was cast as. <laughs> yep, but uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, oh, then it leads to the... out of that fucking strip club. I forgot about yeah, with Kurt Russell dressed shit. very delicately, and it definitely not at all insensitive. <laughs> like... Uh, it, and leads to like one of the most just ham-fisted like 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 uh miscommunication things ever like he's like Terry Hatcher's giving him a massage and oh yeah they they end up going back to us we skipped like quite a bulk of the film there but I'll, I don't give a shit um, yeah just power through man because like still yeah, got into the insane shit um they end up back at uh, I don't remember his apartment I think they're at Cash's apartment and. Terry Hatcher's there, and she's Tango's, like, younger sister, which I don't believe Isn't revealed until it's the most because... critical. Yeah, they, I don't think... No, they reveal it. I think... No, no, they reveal Cash it there, because he still it. didn't know. Yeah, Tango like, they didn't reveal it till then. Let's us know, like, at the beginning of the movie, because I think she's, like, asking no, he doesn't. for money or something. Yeah, dude, she's, like, at the beginning of the movie. No, they, they play it in a way... A stripper. No, they play it in a way what? that you don't like that you don't know till later. Like it oh. could be that it's his girlfriend. They do it. It's real. I can't do. It's so sloppy. But they do it in a <laughs> yeah. way that you don't know until like when he's like, "It's that's my sister," and you're oh, like, "Whoa, yeah, whoa!" Yeah, yeah. Like that's the twist. That's the big twist oh, of the movie. Ca- oh, cool. So Cash can fuck her. Cool. Yeah, that's he's he's pretty much giving his okay. And that like, becomes the joke for the rest of the fucking movie. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> <laughs> um so she, i think she like helps him in some way or another like besides giving cash like a really sensual massage uh yeah they end up uh they end up trying to like find a way right to to bust bust down jack palance's plot here and they um, meet their q character they're fucking like their tech guy and oh yeah doesn't he give him that like fucked up van like it gives him the death van. This yeah, is the part I remember band. as a kid. Where yeah, I do like, remember this. And it's just ridiculous. Like, honestly, this is why this movie doesn't have, like, a good writing or directing or anything else budget because of this scene. Dude, because they blew up like everything. Shit back then. It just drives around and kills people. <laughs> yeah. For, like, like, five minutes, they just murder a bunch of people. Like... If you think about how little regard we had for life in the 80s, like, you think there's people were, like, murdering in the streets. I guess they were, kind of, in some places, but um, yeah, sure. it's it's kind of over the top again. Not to get This one, even by that standards, is insane. <laughs> yeah. It is just it's... complete bonkers. It's, like, again, they managed to find one of the, what I assume there to be, hundreds of thousands of firework factories that existed in the 80s and, and blew it drive up. a truck through it, yeah. <laughs> like, like that's every, it's nuts. It's every kid's dream. Um, the whole know, time, Jack Palance, this is where I'm now sure at this point that Jack Palance has no idea what movie he's in. He's just been given lines, and he's just, like, been saying them on uh, repeat yes, for hours Jack and Palance. has no clue what he's saying. Because he's narrating everything that happens from a James Bond level. Because it, it turns into a Bond movie at this point. They see their their tech guy, and then yeah. they go storm the, the fortress like to save the girl, and it's like... Bonk. It's literally... It's mind-boggling. Like, I don't... like No matter how much you've been paying attention to the movie at this point, it devolves into complete insanity. Full of just dick jokes, I'm gonna fuck your sister jokes, and yeah. like, who's the best jokes? Like, it's... Uh, and then they like again they have these they have a fight with Brian James doing his absolute worst he could do with the accent where there's a hostage situation that keeps switching around as the last thing oh, it, yeah. it 
Exactly, dude. It's like a fever dream. I could be describing a fever dream I had, and it would make more sense than this. It's hard to remember, like, how the movie started by the time you get here. You're like, wait, how did we get to this point? Yeah, it's like a fugue. <laughs> it's like a weird fugue. <laughs> Pro- probably something to tell you about the writing in this, in this piece. Uh, oh. But they, they, there's, like, some cool kung fu here. Like, they have to, like, fight some dudes off. There's kind of, like, a beat down. I think some dude gets tossed down the stairs. I don't remember if yeah, it's actually yeah, Brian James getting thrown or down the stairs. Else. But somebody gets, There's, like, whooped down the stairs, and it's pretty funny. It's the other nameless, like, vaguely Asian person that they oh, yeah. bring in to do kung fu stuff. Exactly. Um, and then, uh, what? Did, did they catch Palantir? Did they end up, like, shooting him or something? Yeah, they just, they, with that huge, like, I forgot, there's that, that, that elephant gun that, like... They, well, they both have huge guns at at, the, at that point. Everybody like, has a huge gun, dude, because they had small dicks earlier. They have to have huge guns. That's true, yeah, yeah. Except for, again, remember, Cash has a, one would assume, less less Slightly tiny less dick. Tiny penis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they. Yeah. And then, yeah, it all ends up, it all ends up happy. Cash gets to bone Tango's sister, and all is well. <laughs> like, yeah, like, they just kind of wrap it up with, like, a nice little bow. Like, hey, everyone's happily ever after. Yeah, and, like, they do they it get... with fucking newspapers, yeah. which is, as everyone knows, the best way to <laughs> exposition your shit. I love how it's like cops vindicated. Not really. Yeah. They went like way outside of the law. How? They murdered, murdered a people. bunch of people. Huh. Like murdered people. We don't know if they were Untold criminals. thousands, <laughs> if not entering into the millions of property damage. Breaking they, and entering. No matter what, escaping jail is illegal. That's no matter what. Like in, like, um, it doesn't yeah, matter like how. The list goes on. Like illegal possession of a firearm. Mm. Um Whatever the hell you'd call that murder truck. a police officer. (laughs) Yep, yep, felony. The list just goes on. Uh, But, you know, everybody's clapping their ass off at the end of the day. Just like, day saved because some some coke was stopped, which, as we know, ended the war on drugs. That's it, this is it. This was the last We saw it the last one. This was (laughs) In the 80s, too, a time we know to be very hard on drugs, especially cocaine. Like, (laughs) definitely did not fly. Now we get to my favorite part of it, though. How this movie even possibly got off the ground because it should know. Because as I alluded to earlier, four different people directed this atrocity, really? and all of it was kept alive because of Stallone. This is Stallone's passion project, man. Whenever you think of this, just know Stallone put a bunch of his own money and personal and professional pride on the line to get this thing done. And as we all know, it paid off because, as we know, he's an Oscar award-winning and famous producer. <laughs> I'm so angry about this movie. Like, it's, yeah, he, he's okay. Like, like you can tell that again by the constantly changing plot and like constant changing tone that a lot of people who weren't really interested had to work on this movie. Yeah, for sure, and like not even just on screen, which definitely translates, but. More appropriately, every stage of this production, people are like, really? Because, again, four different directors. One of them was like a freaking – let me see. People got bumped up from like ADAs on this stuff. Yeah. I, I think I, my I favorite thing about this, though. I don't have the though. details right in front of me. Um, yeah, and that, that tends to be definitely – it brings out my my fucking my my nerd side with this stuff is enjoying the horrendous trek through production hell this thing took. <laughs> yeah, like how many people even worked on this? Like who was even directing oh, this at this point? Okay, like, so I know it's cycled four a bit, different but... people. <laughs> yeah, four people directed it. This is like four people from beginning to end. We had Konkolakovsky. I I can't. I I feel insensitive for not being able to say his name, but also it's a ridiculous name. So. Uh, let's see. We had, uh, the executive producer stepped in to direct for a second. Just for fun, just to try it out. Just for fun. We know how well that's worked out. He, he stepped in for Rambo 3, though, as well. Like, uh, what's his name? Hold on. I could pull this up. Uh, Peter McDonald. Peter McDonald was also, uh, he stepped in for, again, had to step in for Rambo 3. Like, he wasn't the original one. Stallone fired the original one. Uh, Robert Mag- uh, Magnoli was the new director, and then they finished up with uh, Stuart Baird. 
And what, I think the last Jared doing what else did he work dude, on? He just basically re-edited it because everyone hated the first cut. Like just fucking hated it. It was like a toxic fucking cut. They brought in another wow. fucking editor for it. It was just it's the thing was so terrible. Like it yeah. I mean, to be fair, like the finished product I think literally if it wasn't if anyone else was in this movie that wasn't Stallone and Kurt Russell, this would be one of the worst movies ever made. Well, you know what? I was actually I was just thinking about that as you were saying that. I was like, you know, like despite like all like the directing mishaps and production and and like tertiary and secondary characters, like the film revolves around uh, Stallone and and Russell pretty well. Like, I don't I don't know how to really put it into words, but I guess what I'm saying is like. They're the the Scotch tape holding this Fabergé egg. Yeah, the, this yeah. is this is very true. Which brings an interesting point, as you know, because we've discussed this before. One of my favorite aspects is the insane laundry list of people that were almost Gabriel Cash. All right. Yeah, like so. I know you got a few rattled down. Like, like list those off. I think some of my favorite genuinely ones. Genuinely shocked. I think some of my favorite ones are ones that just like really make you double take. Uh, Dennis Quaid, which doesn't seem that off given the time era, but then you have Gary Sinise as one. What was he even doing Ooh. around this time? Why was Gary Sinise? Honestly, I don't not, know. Not like, that I have a problem with Sinise. I think he's a great actor. I love Sinise, but, but no. I, that's role, the thing. Is like, like, left oh, him. yeah. No, it gets better. James Woods, like, that would be so jarring and weird. <laughs> like, I fucking hate James Woods, dude. Oh, God. Robert Patrick, which I think would have been eh. awesome. Like, I, I, I think been it would have been so direction. weird. It would have. But, like, the T-1000 as a freaking, as Gabriel Cash would be so weird. Uh, let's see. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was legitimately considered for this. Did, which, wait, well, they may have considered Did he consider the role? Was he like, oh, this <laughs> is a good idea This is me. true. This, this is very true. <laughs> like, you can consider anyone you want. Like, again, they have, like, Kevin Costner, Michael Keaton, Bill Paxton, which, hey, I say to this day, we got to do a little bit about this i think bill paxton would have been great in this role i really i genuinely do um yeah well i mean he's kind of got that like that swagger you know what i mean especially that, that about that russell I mean, like brings to the character i can exactly. see bill paxton doing it but i don't think he would do this it is like well. post near dark post aliens speaking of aliens yeah. michael Bean, the guy from aliens and terminator kyle reese from terminator which I think it is criminal how he didn't make enough movies. So I would have wanted him in this just been to have more of that. Michael Keaton, Don Johnson, like Michael Keaton, obviously would have been great. Everything back then he did was Fuck, everything dude. he does in general is great. Whatever, like whatever we choose to do next, we should try to maybe get a Keaton film. I'm just gonna put that out there. Mr. Mom, <laughs> I'd be open to that if you could find a copy <laughs> of it that's easily accessible. I would. Uh, this is true. Yeah, I would. Try I to watch I, I think that or is not. Is Night Shift too old? It might be. Either way, we'll, we'll circle back uh, on that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a cool movie, so... Then we have uh, other other ones that are like just fantastically weird. Pierce Brosnan, Harrison Ugh. Ford, Richard Gere, Mel Gibson, which, no, because he was like... He would already go on to do that correctly in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Bruce Willis, which just seems like every action movie in the 80s considered him because of Die Hard. Anything that was, like, vaguely funny well, in action. Yeah, like what? Like, what this, Bruce Willis? This came out in 1989. Like, Mel Gibson had already made Lethal Weapon. Uh, yeah. Oh, one and uh, two. And yeah. I don't think two, I think two was, like, Die Hard came I'm out in 89, sure. right? No, that was like. Hold on, we're gonna check because that yeah, actually. Because, like, I I wonder what world we would live like... in if like Kurt Russell was in Die Hard and uh uh what's his name did this instead. Well, they Kurt Russell was considered for Die Hard. Yeah, I just it could have been a cool flip flop. You know what I mean? I oh I, I, I don't know if it would nothing like... against the, like one of the greats here, but like. Yeah, that Bruce... would be cool. Oh, 1988, the same time, okay. basically. Because, like, yeah, like, this movie was in production for a while. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, Die Hard came in 88. Uh, Die Hard 2, yeah, 1990. Okay. Okay. Well, we oh, all know man. Die Hard Hawk. with Avengers. Woo! <laughs> mm. Yeah, the third with the 
incomparable <laughs> Samuel Jackson. You know, was just. Oh. I I think that I don't I think a lot of people go out of their way to consider like like the third installment of a film as even like potentially being good. Like I I genuinely can't think of like the third installment of anything that I was like, wow, they they really needed this. They needed this to like. Uh, to wrap things Return up. of the King, man. Return of the fucking um, King. <laughs> yeah, it won but, Oscars. No, I know it did, but uh, I don't. I mean, it, that barely counts, know. though. That's, like literally, yeah, that's, I, that was that that's was, different that was key because it's kind of, like, yeah. you know what I mean. It's it's kind of in its own universe, and like people knew what to expect. So it's not like they were like, how do we keep this story going? Like that story already existed. You know what I mean? But like. Here. Die Hard's not like like a well known, well read novel that everyone loves and no. like has an expectation for. You know what I've I mean? got it for you. Like, the original trilogy, Rush Hour Three. Uh Rush Hour Three is <laughs> actually pretty good. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, okay, I will say this. Uh, talking with uh, Joe the other day, uh, he sent me a clip from the original Rush Hour. Yeah. That movie does not age well. There's a lot of like really intense racial stuff Dude, in there. It's That's so just... racist. It's Movies so racist. He's like so spoke, fucking racist. Like literally, it aged like whole milk. Like that is so bad. You know, at some point, we need to do like like a whole series on like wild ass like racism that was okay in the nineties. Dude, sixteen candles, man. Sixteen candles was like flat out horrendous. Like Long Duck Dong, like that yeah. was super. I rewatched that like like I don't know like last week or so, and I was like. This this would be like picketed today, rightfully so. It's so fucked it up. Be, yeah, it's hard oh, to believe. God. We've come a long way. Yeah, that is for sure. Uh, but yeah. Oh, last last person that's on this list that I I have to say I would yeah. kill to have seen. What? And I'll stand by this. Tell Ron me. Perlman. Oh yeah, fuck. I, I'd take Ron like Perlman Ron Perlman would role. be awesome in this. Actually, Ron Perlman as either role would work with me. Honestly, uh, recast. He feels like, like he's. I think he'd bring a real gritty texture to it. You know what I mean? Like he always. What if he was all dapper? Way. What if he was dapper like Cash, or uh, like dapper like Tango? Sorry, Ray Tango. I, don't know. I can't picture it, but I'll take it. You know, I'd give it a try. I know he's younger. He le- he looks less like a cheese grater at that point. You know what I mean? He looks less like a like a Sharpay. Yeah. You know, weirdly enough, I this does nothing to do with what you were just saying, but. Uh, this was a, like a Christmas release. This came out on December twenty second, according to IMDb. Oh Could God! You imagine going to see this. this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like this is it, guys. This is our holiday. But it was Mr. So Stallone and Kurt Russell. Yes, but whoa! Yeah. <laughs> like getting into like I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's it was the eighties. People had terrible taste. So well, yeah, but I mean, like. Specifically on this movie, I think there was so much potential. Like, you'd you'd be hard pressed to find like a better grouping, like a better cast for like this kind of an action movie. Um, I mean, there's obviously like bigger box office action movies, blah blah blah, like around this era. But this is a really good cast of people that they they brought together. I I, I mean, people people are good actors and actresses rather, not like necessarily like the best choices. But there is a lot of True, potential yeah. for this to have been have been good. But yeah, uh, I mean, know, again, you had Jack freaking Palance messed it up, though. Exactly, yeah. like if you had Jack Palance like screaming at a at a at a microphone and still messed it up, like yeah. Jack Palance, I I feel like he could. Uh, I don't I don't know. I I genuinely I would have loved to have seen this done better because again, it, it it definitely I could see like, the iteration of it that Sylvester Stallone wanted. You know what I mean? I could see why he was attached to it. Like, it gave him a chance to play a character he's not traditionally known for. You know what I mean? He did relatively well within the constraints of it. It's never going to be believable to have Sylvester Stallone act smart. Like, that's... I'm sorry. Like, whether or not he actually is, he sounds like... An ex boxer, like I can, like I can yeah. cuss, like monster person, like 
Well, no, that I said, mean, again, it's like, <laughs> I, again, kind of echoing what you're saying, I, you know, applaud the effort for people to go, like, out of their comfort zone, and I guess it's not even out of their comfort zone, but, like, to play a different character than what they genuinely know for, because, like, think about, yeah. like, the other stuff Stallone had been working around this time, Rocky movies, uh, I think he did, like, Rambo 2 recently before this. Rambo 3, Ram- right, Rambo 3 was one? right yeah. before, that's how, yeah, that's um, how they ended up with kind of him getting the power to hire and fire directors as opposed yeah, to vice versa. But he did, like, Cobra and... Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, We're, we're yeah, going to watch Cobra, by the way. That movie's well, did, great. Was it, hit, wait, was, hit, was it him and Assassins? Him and uh, yeah, Taylor yeah, Banderas? It's, but that was That's later. 90s, that was in the 90s. Though, yeah. That was, like, 91 or 92. But um, I guess... As a know, kid, I always confused the two. I'm not even kidding you. As, uh, as a young child, I always confused Assassins and Tango Cash. Always. I don't well, know why. I, like, I'm talking, I think, like, I think they six, have seven, really eight. similar covers. Like, they had similar, like, cover art. And, <laughs> that, like, they, is... they came out at relatively the same time. And, like, I'm pretty sure they were both showing in theaters at the same time at one point. And you're just like, huh, there's that movie. It's still out. And it's like, well, no, it's actually a different movie with virtually the same plot. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Except that this time they're bad guys. But, I don't know. <laughs> Stallone kind of plays the same character, though, in both of those movies, which is weird. I think he was just going through a phase where, you know, the dude wanted to break away from being, like, the muscly, you know, like, crazy murderer, yet that's exactly who he plays in this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's insane to think that he literally, he had more range in Rocky, the movie he wrote in, like, three freaking days. Yeah. Like than basically any other movie he's ever been in. <laughs> that said, don't get me wrong, honestly, this is a weird little like thing I love about him, but him in uh, Guardians, as uh, I, yeah. I, I, I can't, uh, I, I'm blanking on the name, holy crap, I know the comic. Uh, either way, him as the, the original leader of the, like, the first Guardians team yeah. was awesome. That was genuinely awesome. Like, I, I thought that it was a, that was a good call, but I don't know. It's not often I see. I, it, it was a nice little peak, things. Though. You know what I mean? Like a little, like a little. It was, it was good world building. It was yeah, good little. Yeah, like, for the character. It was enjoyable. Yeah, enough trying Ooh, to defend Kurt Russell was in that too. Is that why we were secretly motivated to watch this? Like, <laughs> do you think? Do you think uh, they both agreed to make that movie so that they could remind people of Tango and Cash? Absolutely, I think that was the ulterior motive there. That's uh, definitely because God knows that's that's their biggest decided. their biggest uh, nest egg for both of them. No, let's not try and pretend like we don't secretly love, not even secretly, just like blatantly love everything Kurt Russell's ever touched. So yeah, I I can't think of too many things that he's been involved with that I don't like. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's exactly like this in real life. Yeah, no, like, he is. He doesn't like, turn it off. I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't want to hang out with him, thing. but I love him in movies. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, just, yeah. Kurt Russell, I, I will say this, my official standpoint, with a few exceptions that I, I can't think of right now, I, I genuinely believe Kurt Russell could do no wrong. Uh, you can't touch McCready. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Um, I don't know, well... At some point, like, I definitely want to focus more on on stuff Kurt Russell has done, like, in the context of when did, not like when did he become too big of a star, like, that he started making movies like this and thinking it was okay, but, like, you know what I mean? And I, I guess yeah. the way I'm saying, you know, I think you see that with, like, a lot of actors and actresses' careers is, like, you make enough stuff and then... It's kind of just like, all right, I'll I'll do another movie. You know, like you kind of I don't say stop trying, but you could tell when they're they're kind of just like they're rolling out of bed and into the role, not really prepping for it. And I <laughs> just phone it in, call I, it in from the I hotel. I feel room. like this movie had a lot of that for him. Whereas I feel totally opposite about Stallone in it. I feel like he tried really hard to make this character, and it just it wasn't great. Like it just didn't fit. I will agree to that. Uh, fun side note here, just looking up on Kurt Russell here. He's been working since 1962. Wow, what was his first role? Dennis the Menace as uh, Dude, Kevin. That totally worked. In 62. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's, oh wow, he's in the original Man from Uncle. That's nuts. I didn't know that. Yeah, this is just going to 
turn into the rightly deserved yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of <laughs> done with this. I, I think that, you know, just as like a final word on Tango and Cash, I feel like, you know, it's it's a fun action romp. Like, I'm not mad that I watched this movie. I, I've never no, watched no, it. No, no, like, I would go so far as to say. sucked, but. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I did, but that, it was required viewing, I think. <laughs> I think <that laughs> considering all, like, the ammunition this had to start with, like, it made very little impact. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, think, well, here's the thing. Little. I think it's the fact that it's still, like, it's still in, like, the lexicon. People know immediately what you're talking about when you say it. You know what I mean? It's, like, okay. it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I view, I consider it as, like, required viewing, even though it is, in my ever-so-humble opinion, absolute trash. I, like uh, I will watch it again in the future. Because I could probably walk through my place of business and uh, ask any of my coworkers, and they'd probably be like, I don't know what that movie is or who those actors oh, are. And I'd we might, I, can, I might be dating myself. You have a very good point yeah. there. But... I, well, I, find <laughs> I, I might actually be older than I think I am all the time. Because I make a lot of references and get gen- – like every time I'm around younger people, like I make a reference and like get blank stares. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like it's happening a lot more recently. Like – don't get me wrong, like, I already made outdated pop culture references since, I don't know, like, the past 15, of, no, 20 years of my life. But at this point, it's, like, uh, there's, like, way more work required in explaining yeah, well, I, the basis know, for it. I dare say, you can't even, like, blame people, because we're not that old, you know, but, like, there's, there's like, too much content now. Like, there's too many I'll agree to that, yeah. People. I think I think that's more the issue. I think we're bad. I, don't think that's I would agree with that problem. wholeheartedly. It's not really a problem. No, it's just but different. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird to think about. I don't know. We could see, we could see like, film, like, a lot, like, every other medium these days, basically. Everything's kind of turning into more of a natural meritocracy just because of the sheer volume. Uh... Like, which is good. I mean, like, yeah. there's obviously a lot of competing factors, but I think that, like, a lot of things are more known for their quality. Like, again, to, for instance, if this movie came out now, yeah. like, made with the same stuff, it would be a direct to, it would be literally a direct a DVD. direct to DVD. No one would give a shit. But yeah, that'd be a video on demand. I don't think people <laughs> care for movies like this anymore. And that's, that's totally fine. Probably a reason for that. Um... But, you know, I, I mean, I think it's kind of telling of the time and, and the expectations of yeah. society. If this was made now, it would star Steven Seagal. Ugh. It would. Ugh. You know it would. Like that. <laughs> Turn that shit off. <laughs> What's that guy doing? Last I heard, oh, he we know. <laughs> fucking drove a tank through someone's house and, like, killed her dog. And then oh, oh, when he was, over. like, when he was copping, when he was, like, when I he was pretending I do to it. be a cop. Yeah. And he kept getting sued for, like, murdering people and, like, murdering, like, dogs and falsely arresting people and just doing a terrible <laughs> job of it. Like, Literally impersonating and, cops. Yeah. <laughs> but he can do it because he's Steven Seagal. Remember, what more importantly than anything, he's esteemed author Steven Seagal, and he's bringing down, he's bringing down the deep state child sex ring. That's the most yeah, important. He's, he's doing that for us. Super like pro Russia for no reason. Well, it's because he's part Russian, man. He's part oh, he? something. Yeah, he's like part not. Well, it's something that's in the Russian states, but it's I, like I some. He was always just because he's always like telling people about how he's like a Native American, but I don't think he is. Which he, he just no, he's not up. at all. It's been like <laughs> it's been like completely proven he like, is not he definitely at all adopted <laughs> that as like his persona but yeah because he like looks shit. vaguely like in a in a very like in the sense that he has long black hair is about it <laughs> and like but he squints he his eyes a lot like hair. oh god no it's uh, no he he's some kind of like i think uzbekistan or something like some sort of like some sort of like ethnic group within the russian federation in general but he and like just loves Russia, and coincidentally loves Trump. So I mean, like, do what you will with that. But dude, Steven Seagal. He's, he's oh, the one, dude. <laughs> I had to look it up. Uh, not that I give a shit necessarily about any of this, but just to prove what I was saying, his parents were Russian Jewish immigrants, and his mother is English German Dutch. So he is like zero percent Native American. 
He's so, Slavic and Anglo. That's like the like absolute opposite. <laughs> like, that's the polar opposite. Him and, uh, what's that fucking, uh, uh, what's that woman? That, uh, politician? Is she like a senator? Who said she was uh, Native American, but then, like, everyone was like, no, you're not. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Did she? Did Elizabeth Warren say that? Wasn't that who it was? Or am I? Am I getting that? No, I think I think you're. I think you're taking. Think you stabs. Taking stabs at uh at my Lizzie there, man. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. Maybe I'd have right. to. But it is like what's uh uh Rachel Rachel Dolezal, which I think everyone's kind of forgotten. But I think that needs to be remembered. Like seriously remembered. The white woman that posed as black and became like head of an NAACP yeah, chapter. Yeah, totally, it was totally Elizabeth Warren, by the way. But it was. Oh, yeah. that's depressing. <laughs> I, I, I don't but, know. She might yeah. actually be Native American. She says she is, but apparently, a lot of other people say she's not. A lot of people. A lot of other people also claim she like was single-handedly like kidnapping children and selling them to pizza-making sex slaves. I don't like, dude. Come on. Like, oh, fuck, you're right, dude. Pizzagate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pizzagate is real, and Elizabeth Warren did it. That's true. That is that is a fact. <laughs> that is America. That's that is proven by pizza hating gun owners. Uh, <laughs> All right, yeah, <laughs> I, think I think we've spiraled out of control here. So, uh, thanks everybody. Tango and cash. <laughs> we we appreciate you joining us on this fucking weird trip. Um, we'll I, back hope, at you I soon. hope you enjoyed it. We'll uh, we'll we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.